Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Sunday night, which means this is the first time we've done a new show in like a fucking month at this point, I think it is. It's been a while. Um, well, we're going to cover a few topics, uh, a few that, one that I have personal experience with and I've been getting reports on the ground from. Um, then we're going to cover some other stuff that is like international news, and uh, we will go from there. But first, we've got to do, uh, you know, calm down, I'm on scene, Minnesota Black Robe Regiment. Mm. Fetish behavior. Real fetty. But uh, anyways, we're going to do the Adri thing, because that does, in fact, keep. All the lights on, except it doesn't. Um, I'm having technical difficulties here. Give me a second. All right, there we go. You can find us on all these platforms Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Twitter, Anchor, and Spotify. We go live on four platforms, uh, and then we upload there to uh, the other ones. So, you know. LP Veterans Caucus, Leading Libertarian Division Issues, Leading Veterans to Libertarian Solutions. Go check them out. Uh, people over politics, people helping people. Donate today at tollyforky.com. That's T-O-L-L-E-R, the number 4KY.com. James, Tolly for Kentucky. Chris Byer for Alaska's congressman. There is one singular House seat in Alaska for the U.S. Congress. And Chris Byer like that seat. Because you know what? Chris Byer is a fucking awesome dude. You know, you know that's true because I said he's a fucking awesome dude, not just an awesome dude. So you know, there you go. Uh, there's merch. There's this one. Ban exorcism. Life begins at possession. Ban assault government. That one is an awesome shirt. That's probably one of my favorite ones. Then you got uh, Libertarian Party. Uh, you know, hashtag Anarchalib. There you go. And I just remembered I was supposed to go live on TikTok, and I forgot to do that. And we're going to try it out tonight and see how it goes. Nah, I got it. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna try it on out here, boys. Um, give me a second. I'm going to keep talking because that's what I do really well, apparently. Uh, but, yes, all of this, this merch can be found at our store. Um, if you go to nautilopodcast.com, the link is right here. Um, it'll tell you a little bit about the host. It'll tell you about the, you know, you have the episodes on there. Um, all that good stuff. Let's see. Episode 40. Yeah, we'll do it. Fuck it. It's all saying. And so, anyways... Now that we're live on Twitter, uh, TikTok, you can go find us over there. Um, I think my handle is the people versus bootleg, which is, it's a fantastic handle, if I do say so myself. Underscores. Yeah, there's underscores and shit. Yeah, whatever. You'll figure it out. Just Google it or search it up, whatever the hell it's called. Fuck it. There you go, Brad. Fuck it. Um, let's see. Banners, brand, boom. That's what I needed. All right, let's do redemptiontactical.com. That is our special link. That lets them know that we sent you. So when you buy 16 plate carriers, 
for you and your entire extended family. Um, and then uh, ballistic face mask because that thing's dope as shit. Because uh, if you if you still unfortunately live in a state where they they require masks for th- certain things, uh, that's still a mask. It's it's a mask. It's not a cloth mask, but it's a solid mask. So nothing gets through it. But it's ballistic. So it's going to actually save lives, like your life, not other people's, but yours. So, you know, eh. Uh, CurtainForCurtain.com. It's TimeAlaska.com. Uh, has, you said hashtag Chris for AK. Um, we use Proudly Retain for all of our merch. You can find all, all the merch on there. Uh, but go to our website. The website, it gets you straight to our stuff. So you can go search around. LPVest.com, hashtag Anarchy Loop. Because if you don't know, you know, you just don't know. And then we've got Nick Sawal for, uh, you know, he's running for office, too. Which one? I forget. But, you know, it's an office. I promise. He's running for an office. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's also getting married this month. So, you know, do, do the things. Do Donate. Uh, give him a good uh, wedding gift. Um, you know, donate to him. He's watching. Is he watching? Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. Nobody really watches this show. <laughs> See, he says something, and he's just going to bounce like everybody. <laughs> next, oh, it's next month in November. That's a horrible month for things. Like that's the month I was born. That's a horrible time to do things. Like being born. That was a terrible decision I made. Being born. Anyways, um. So we're going to cover uh, a little bit of information. Oh, he says eleven twelve. So if you want to make a donation, uh, donate $1,112 to his campaign. That's as a wedding gift. Just do that. Go to nickswall.com. That's a sales pitch right there. Anyways. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, that's another thing I, meant, I had promised I would talk about. If they if they bought a truck, um, next month if you have some spare shekels and some free time, or you live in the state of Florida and you want to do something, or you live in Alaska and you're like, hey, I want to go fly to Florida, uh, come out to Brevard County in Florida. The LP there is hosting an election night coverage event. I will be there. Susie Q will be there. My illustrious secretary slash director slash boss slash slave driver slash master. Um, she'll be there. Um, the meme whore herself will be there. She's actually organized a good portion of this. She's actually ordered me to be there. Um, Matt Wright's going to be there. Spike Cohen's going to be there. Uh, I don't know who else is going to be there. I think Cajun's going to be there, maybe, if you're into like weirdos. Or people who fool for LSU and get stomped by UT forty something to whatever the fuck it was. It was yeah, it was it was nothing. It was a, it was an easy game for a UT. Um, but come on out, check it out, check it out, hang out with us. We're gonna do election night coverage. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I promise you, I will be incredibly drunk for this event, and I will be giving away shit, probably shit out of my own pockets that I shouldn't be giving away. But hey, you know what? That's what I do. So come come hang it out. So we are going to ca- talk about Hurricane Ian. Uh, I haven't had a chance to, um, for the simple fact that the majority of the infrastructure here in Lee County has been destroyed, and they're still working on rebuilding a lot of it. As of right now, I'm watching a lightning storm pass over the house. 
We may lose internet and power. I don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to see. Um, <laughs> Brad says, dicks out for freedom. I bet. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, that one goes taken off everywhere and being murdered. Um, <laughs> but you should come. LPRivard.org. Ugh, these .org. Like weirdos. Nick, I love you too, but Anyways. He says, come through, see you in. God. He's in our episode in like two weeks. Oh, that episode with him, I promise you, the episode with me and Brad's going to be like at least two hours. Uh, it'll be an all-nighter. I'm going to have to take off work for the next day. Anywho, so we're going to talk about Hurricane Ian. So, the number that they're releasing right now is around 140-something deaths from Hurricane Ian. I can tell you, and anyone who lives in the area will right now tell you, 100% fact, that is horseshit. We are looking in the hundreds, uh, plural of hundreds. We're talking maybe three to 400 people dead from a singular hurricane. Um, there are estimates as high as thousands or 8,000 plus. Um, we don't really know. The simple fact is that the local high school that they've been using as a kind of a staging area for corpses, anyone who tries to get close has been arrested. They've arrested, I think, what is it, like up to 30 people now trying to get close to the high school. Um, There's an elderly couple who was taking just photos just out, out and about, took photos of the high school and some of the things that were going on. They were arrested. So what are they being arrested for? So the, the estimation as of right now is that they're being charged with a violation of the, like something stemming off the Patriot Act, right? Um, so basically they're saying it's a, it's a violation of homeland security and they're, they're a threat to the nation. The only threat to the nation is the fact that we have found out and discovered that they delayed the evacuation notice for 17 hours. So for 17 hours, elected officials all across Southwest Florida and at the state house, as high as Ron DeSantis knew that this hurricane was going to hit with the force that it did, we didn't know. They knew exactly where it was going to hit. We had no idea. They made sure that their friends and family got out in town while the rest of us were left high and dry to figure out what the fuck was going on. So for 17 hours, they knew and delayed and sat on it. And then at the last minute, last possible second, they started releasing evacuation notices. But when they did so, they tried to evacuate almost three counties in Southwest Florida all at the same time. We are talking, what, two million some people that try to evacuate all at once? That's not going to happen. And by the time people got the evacuation notice, it was already too late. Major highways were already packed full of people. The, the, the you know roads were packed. People didn't have supplies for road trips. They didn't have the, you know, where to, they didn't have anything lined up to go anywhere. There was nowhere to go. So what we've seen is people who have, were trying to evacuate died in the process of evacuating, swept off of highways, swept off of major roads, swept off of bridges. Um, we've seen people left stranded because of the lack of information coming to us. We have seen Hundreds, if not thousand plus people who are dead now because of this. And anyone trying to accrue information and pass it along has been arrested. And they just up and disappeared. 
Now, usually I would have something concrete to show. Usually I would say, um, so here's a good, here's a good example. Uh, usually I would have something concrete and on paper to show. As of right now, we're going off of word of mouth. However, there have been some leaks of evidence of uh, convoys that we have personally seen with massive amounts of body bags. If you're talking a hundred something people who have died from a hurricane, ooh, we might lose power. And that was brutal. Um, if we lose it, we lose it. We'll, we'll keep going until we don't. Until we do. But um. Or that? Also, we have personally seen some of these things. We have seen the body bags. We have seen, you know, the lockdowns. We have seen uh, federal agents walking around. And that we're not talking about while Joe Biden was here. We're talking about blacked-out suburbans guarding a high school. Why did it take six days, almost six days, for the Red Cross to show up? We still haven't seen FEMA. I've not seen hide nor hair of FEMA. Um, we've seen... Uh, Cops from other counties showing up. We've seen all of these things, you know, converging on these high, on this this singular high school in Lee County. Why is it that I am being specifically told by National Guardsmen that I've had conversations with that they ordered ten thousand body bags prior to them coming down here? Why is it that when we're talking to linemen? Who were, who were sent down here to help rebuild infrastructure, that there are certain areas that they have been specifically barred from going to, not because of bodies floating around, but because they're too close to the high school. They have, they have uh, specific organizations that are doing repairs around that high school. They're covering up how many people have died for one simple reason. In about one month, it's about, oh, it's almost one month to the day, is an election. It is an election year. They don't want to look like complete and utter jackasses because they don't want to lose the election. Ron DeSantis has, a, has the intention, has the full intention of running for president in 2024. I would bet everything I own on that. There is no secret that Ron DeSantis is the Republican favorite for 2024 over Trump by a long shot. So what we're seeing is, so yeah, so back to my point is we're having to go off the information that we have on the ground. It's hard to get this information out because the people who have been arrested and the people that are telling us that their family members have been arrested for getting too close to this high school and taking pictures, we aren't willing to risk trying to get these photos ourselves because, you know, someone has to relay the information. I know that there's other organizations and other entities and other people who are trying to get this information out too. They're trying to collect all this data. I think the information has to get out as quick and as possible. Um, as, as accurately as I can get it out. Now, not all this may be 100% correct. Some of it may, you know, the death toll may be a little off. It may be, you know, 399 people, not 400. But the fact remains is that they're lying to you. They're continuously lying to you because they have vested interests. There are people who would lose their jobs and 
should rightfully so lose their jobs and be arrested for their pure negligence. Negligent homicide is still homicide. Cut and dry. But when you're an elected official and you do it, it should be considered murder. When you have insider information that you use to benefit yourself and your family and then leave other people to die, that is murder, in my opinion, especially when you know the facts. Russo for Gov 2022. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. But, so we've seen, so we're talking about um, a thousand plus people who've died from Hurricane Ian. We're talking about federal agents who are covering up truths. We're talking about um, Where is that? I was talking about federal agents talking about, delayed you know, evacuation. yeah, delayed evacuation notices, talking about um, just all this information that's being fed to us. And this isn't a secret. Like, if you know people who live in southwest Florida, you call them and ask them. They know that this is a fact. Most people are either A, too complacent to do anything about it, or B, too scared to do anything about it. I work with people that were talking about it. I haven't said anything to them. They talk about yeah, that that I can't I can't remember the name of the fucking high school. What was the name of that high school? South Lamar's high school. What? My, my high school? No, the the high school the the the, the National Guard staged at South Lamar's. High school? Oh, South Fort Myers. So it's South Fort Myers High School. Um, people are using that name and saying, "Hey, you know that that's where they're hiding all the bodies at, and this and that. And this is where they're covering all up." This is just a conversation people are having. So why is it not made national news? Because both sides have something to lose in this fight. So they're not willing to release it. Why is it, you know, when two hur- uh, when a hurricane comes through and destroys two islands, completely eradicates two islands with people on them. These weren't like abandoned islands. These were bustling communities, tourist destination islands. And they're saying it's 147 people, whatever the toll is, they. On half the island. Yeah, on maybe one street. We're talking Fort Myers had entire streets flooded. People were panicked and hiding in their attics. We're talking islands eradicated. We're talking boats on top of cars. We're talking. Do pictures? I do have the pictures. Um, I can do this. Actually, one of my photos, the, you remember the one with the, the Tahoe? Yeah. That was actually in a newspaper I seen the other day. No way. Yeah. It wasn't my photo. It was a different angle. But I seen the, the same, same, yes. Same Tahoe. Yes, the same Tahoe. Um, where's my Hurricane Ian file? Oh, I can't use them because they're not formatted correctly. Uh, but yeah, I will start upload. I've, I've I've actually uploaded a lot of this to my bootleg profile on Facebook. So if you want to go over there, you can see it there. But um, so yeah, so I mean, a lot of this information is not secretive in Southwest Florida. This is open and common knowledge for a lot of people. The problem is, is the rest of the nation has no idea what the truth is. There are National Guardsmen that we know that are family friends of my girlfriend who said, uh, who've told us that 
he was there for Katrina and he was here for here, this, for, for Hurricane Ian. He says, this reminds him of Katrina. Why did Katrina get the national wall-to-wall coverage for weeks on death tolls and body counts? But Hurricane Ian was swept under the rug in, within a matter of days. Now, granted, I didn't have internet access for almost, what, three, two weeks? Two weeks? Yeah. But the information that I was seeing from work, when I had a slight little bit of access to internet, most of it had just been swept under the rug. It was blown out by Ukraine and other news. A thousand, a thousand plus Americans are dead in Southwest Florida, and nobody gives a shit. People moved on about their lives. We still don't have clean drinking water. We're still under a boil water notice. We're still being told, do not drink the water coming out of your tap. Our, our communications is still spotty. Cell phone service is not great, which is a minor thing, obviously. But when you're trying to get with loved ones and tell people you're still alive, it's, it is kind of scary because you're you know, trying to find out if your family's alive. Um, there was, there was mass panic. There was, you know, people are still trying to figure out how to get fuel. There's gas stations that haven't had, you know, gas or diesel in weeks. Um, people are still trying to buy a bottle of water. I mean, there's all these things that are going on and nobody gives a shit. Nobody's talking about it because what's happened is because the fact that they're trying to cover up the dirty secrets that they buried here, next to these bodies is why there's no coverage on it. The camp across the street? Yeah. What we've seen show up is, you know, they're talking about how how great Florida has has had this response and how, you know, they've got all these shelters set up and this and that. There's a children's playground that I can see from this back window, or the screen-in patio thing, whatever. There is a homeless camp there. Tents. There is no security. There are gunshots that are going off over there, which to me is not a huge deal. But when you're trying to take kids to a park, that's a problem. There are people who, you know, are getting experiences over there that are not great. I'm not going to say rape, but eh, we're not far off from that. Like the, the experiences that some women are having going to that park is not, it's not great. But, um, you know, it's just... It's one of these things where the truth is dying every single day due to politics. Politics has killed the truth. History will never tell the truth because of politics. And so this this is why I'm out here trying to just spread as much information as I can about this, whether I'm right, whether I'm wrong. But the information I'm getting is from what I would consider reputable people, people who are scared of saying these things themselves. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's just it is what it is. Yeah, it's, it's helping line their pockets. Uh, yes. So, Meme Horror got to have a great experience coming down to visit me because anyone who gets to see me is blessed. They are Their lives are improved greatly by it. Um, but we, she, we took her to Sanibel Island. That was, that's the name of it. Captiva, I'm sorry, Captiva. Captiva is one of the two islands that was completely eradicated. There, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, the force of this hurricane, but yes. So, anyways. So, that's, that's a little bit of the truth about Ian that I, I can give out. 
when when there's more evidence to give out and there's more stuff that I can leak out, I will leak out whatever I can. Um, as always, I don't give a shit what they want. Um, their problems are their problems. Corruption deserves to be exposed as much as possible. So uh, we're going to move on to the next piece of news, which is OPEC has decided, along with Russia, to reduce oil production worldwide. I think it's 2 million barrels less uh, starting, yep, it is, OPEC will cut oil production by 2 million barrels a day, which is more than likely to skyrocket fuel prices again. We're not going to take my experience on fuel prices right now because it's kind of shitty because nobody can get it. Um, but people have finally started seeing fuel prices going down, and now they're going to see them starting to skyrocket again because production has gone down. So the OPEC Plus Alliance uh, announced Wednesday that it will cut oil production by 2 million barrels a day, a move that is likely to send gas prices higher again after a year of tumult at the pump. Uh, it, in its statement announcing the cuts, the OPEC Plus Alliance cited the uncertainty that surrounds the global economic and oil market outlooks, talking about Russia. It represents the largest cut of production since the start of the pandemic. In a statement, the Biden administration said it was disappointed in the decision, calling it short-sighted in light of global energy prices already lifted higher by Russia's invasion of Ukraine, which is not fucking true. The United States receives almost no oil from Russia. Almost none. Which is a straight-out lie. Inflation was also not caused by Russia. All inflation was caused by massive spending of funds that we didn't have. Uh, at a time when maintaining global supply of energy is of paramount importance, this development will have the most negative impacts on lower and middle income countries that are already reeling from elevated energy prices, it said. The United States is a lower income nation. Shut the fuck up, Siri. The United States is a third world country that wears a Gucci belt. We are $31 trillion in debt. We have a GDP that is absolutely massive. That's that would stagger anybody. However, we spend faster than we make. Inflation is at a skyrocketing rate. Job uh, job creation has slowed massively, and we are fixing to head into one of the largest recessions, if not a depression, that we've ever seen. Not if, but when. The question is, how long can we uh, stay off? You know, depression. So, it goes on to say, Capital Economics Research Group now expects global oil prices to rise from about $93 to $100 per barrel. Oh, I didn't see that. I had that up still. Sorry. Uh, that's great advertisement for Will. Um, <clears throat> with U.S. benchmark prices uh, rising from $88 a barrel to 92 at the outset of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, global oil prices had climbed to as much as $128. So they're trying to say it's not a massive increase. It's going to be. 
We had always expected supply growth to slow later this year and into 2023, but this latest OPEC Plus action has reinforced our view that prices will end the year a little higher. Essentially, what we're going to see is two things happen. What, what, what we always see. As we go into the holiday season, prices are going to be naturally higher because they're going to charge everybody because you want to go see family for Christmas, right? You don't want to sit at home by yourself, being a fucking loner, doing a podcast at home. You want to go see family. False. <laughs> the peanut gallery over there. Um, most most human beings want to go see family, want to go visit friends for the holidays. So they'll, they increase prices. We're also going to see another increased tax on top of that because of the OPEC reduction in, in oil. Now, this is not just OPEC's decision. OPEC, in conjunction with Russia, has made this decision. Russia is a massive exporter of oil. It is a very geographically large nation. It doesn't have the political power it used to have, especially with the fact that they've been getting their shit pushed in by the Ukrainians. Uh, a bunch of pig farmers who have somehow managed to defeat what we thought was one of the largest and most dangerous armies on the planet. Turns out they can't even uh, invade their neighbor. Speaking of Ukraine... Where is it? Do, 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 do. Uh, I've got a bunch of articles on Florida. I don't even want to talk about Hurricane Ian anymore. More than 21 dead. That's like a day after. No, it's like a week after the fucking hurricane. ba ba da ba 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 da where is it at? I need, I should be more organized. I should hire somebody to do this for me. So. You should not give me forty minutes notice before you're going to do news. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll do news today. Okay, me then. I said that at twelve. I posted at twelve. Anyway, so if you haven't seen, uh, there was a very important bridge to the Russians specifically, that connected Russia to Crimea. Crimea, if you don't remember, was the 2012 site of the annexation of the city of Crimea by the Russians, which Barack Obama kind of blew under the rugs. Eh, ain't my problem. Okay. Which was a good call. I mean, it's really not our problem. It's not our business. We shouldn't be involved in the Ukrainian-Russia war. You know why? Because guess what? It's none of our fucking business. The more involved we get, the more likely we are to send American kids to die in a war that, once again, we shouldn't be involved in. So, this bridge was important for, for a couple of major reasons. One, it was a massive supply line for the Russians into Ukraine, which they already struggle with supplies. They are struggling getting supplies into uh, Ukraine, whether it's food, water, and fuel, or it's troops which they've already tried to solve by mandating enlistment for a lot of people. They don't call it a draft because that would sound bad. They just call it mandated enlistment. Russian solutions. Uh, so, and it also was a, uh, a third way for all transportation between Russia and other nations in that, in that area. So, 
it was kind of a big deal. The going, the going story right now is that the Ukrainians blew it up to help keep the Russians out of Ukraine. I have no evidence of this. I have zero evidence of this. I call bullshit. I say the Ukrainians knew that the bridge is going to blow up, but we're not the ones that did it. With tensions hyping up between Russia and the U.S. once again, with Joe Biden talking about nuclear war and nuclear annihilation, because that is amazing. That's what I want to wake up to, is hearing about how the world is going to end uh, through uh, who's got the bigger nukes. Um, I would say I would almost guarantee the United States had a direct involvement, if not were the ones who blew up that bridge in connecting Russia and Crimea. There have been rumors and whispers that there are U.S. troops in Ukraine who are Ukrainian or Russian natives who are not wearing U.S. uniforms, who are operating on the side of Ukraine, training troops and operating in these ways. Once again, I have no physical evidence to share with anyone of this. These are just rumors and speculations we have heard. But Crimea might have been uh, 2014. I could be wrong. Um, you know, eh, I don't remember everything. I'm lucky I remember my name and the login to do this show every week. So it could have been 2014. Uh, let's see. I've got another question from that boy, Zach. That flag is the uh, Marvin Hemeyer Honorary flag, it says tread on them and has a Komatsu dozer on it. A Komatsu dozer that has been up armored. If you're going to buy a Komatsu, you might as well up armor it. And then take off the town that fucked you royally. So yes, that is the flag. I'll, I'll pull out a little bit so you can see it. And I just pulled it off the hand. <laughs> but now it's in view. And it's going to fall more. So there you go. Now you've seen the flag. Uh, yes, he wants World War Three to get elected because wartime presidents have higher polling. That is a fact. That uh, George Bush had higher polling because of 9-11 and therefore Afghanistan and Iraq. So he looked fan-fucking-tastic, even though he's probably a shit candidate. Uh, I'm not saying John Kerry was a fantastic candidate. He was a shit candidate, too. He was a shit choice. Was Kerry first or second? I think it was, he ran against John Kerry and then Al Gore. Was it that order or was it Gore then Kerry? Gore then Kerry. Gore then I mean, you're older than me, so. You probably, <laughs> you probably voted in that election, didn't you? If I die in my sleep mysteriously, it wasn't a mystery. But anyways, let's see. Um, <laughs> oh, so here's a good one. So it's a Vox article. So the headline for this article is, is, is the Supreme Court is about to decide the fate of millions of pigs. I got super excited. I thought the Supreme Court was taking on police reform. 
They're not. My disappointment when I open up the article and it's actual fucking pigs. But you know, that's fine. So, uh, <laughs> the Supreme Court is about to decide the fate of millions of pigs. Unfortunately, not criminal uh, justice reform or law enforcement reform. The Supreme Court regularly makes decisions that directly affect the lives of tens of millions of Americans. But next week, the court will hear oral arguments in a case that could decide the fate of millions of pigs. The case is National Pork Producers Council versus Ross. Hinges on a simple question. Can California set its own standards for how pigs are treated on farms, even when they're raised in other states? That is actually a really interesting question. Because then, by that same standard, could they determine how pigs are treated that, like, so bacon that's sold in California, how it's raised in other nations? Could it be outlawed to buy Chinese hog, uh, you know, products because of how the animals are treated? The case centers quite literally on how sausage gets made in the U.S. Each year, over 6 million female breeding pigs, or sows, are raised in gestation crates. Are we allowed to say so? Doesn't that offend Whoopi Goldberg? <laughs> like, Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell? Yeah. Oh. I would speak Pekingese, but I'm not fluent. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did, did you see that someone called her an obese fuck the other day and she said, like, she basically said, just because I'm fat doesn't mean I'm wrong or something stupid. Like, what? It was something stupid. I'll have to find the article. She's alive? Who? Any of them? Uh, the one from the viewers. They were both on the viewers. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not talking about Rosie. Cool. The other one. Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. It was, it was about her. It was some kind of, like, scandal. Like, some kind of, uh... I feel like she smells like moldy carpet. She is a moldy carpet. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> back to the article that we were reading. Narrow metal crates that confine the pigs so tightly they're unable to turn around for the duration of their four-month pregnancies. And they have about four pregnancies in their three- to four-year lifetimes. As the pioneering animals were all first scientists, Temple Grain once put it, the crates are akin to forcing a human to live much of their life in an airline seat. It's crazy that California is concerned about how animals are treated, but yet don't give a fuck about how their own people are treated. In a state where incarceration is probably one of the highest jobs in the state, if you got paid to be incarcerated, uh, because everything's illegal in California now, they're worried to death about how pigs are treated. Now, granted, I am one of those people who feels that animals should not be unfairly treated for undue cause. I don't think animals should be abused. I don't think people should be abused. I don't think anyone should be unjustly abused. I feel like uh, cops, bad cops should probably be abused. I feel like, uh, you know, Catholic priests who molest altar boys should 100% be abused. Um, I feel like uh, the LSU Tigers deserved 100% of the abuse they got on Saturday night. Um, But... I don't believe in this idea that, you know, just 
Okay, so let's let's back up a little bit. We have to look at why these animals are being treated this way. The reason we're seeing animals being treated this way is for a very simple reason. Politicians have brutally and unequivocally murdered small farms. The small farms who cared and loved for their animals and treated them with respect were brutally murdered by the same politicians who are now outcrying this treatment of these animals. They have basically forced corporate farms to exist in order for Americans to get anything like corn, milk, anything. Anything that you're buying that has to be raised in the United States has to come from a corporate farm because they have murdered single-handedly small farms that cared and loved for the land that they lived on and the animals that were under their care. Corporate farms don't give a shit about you or the animals in their care. And anyone who has ever worked a farm or been on a farm would know that that's true. I have personal good friends who've raised cattle. They care deeply for their animals. They will spend all night making sure a calf makes it through the night, bottle feeding it, giving it blankets, giving it antibiotics. Corporate farms will let that animal die, write it off on taxes, and be done with it. So if California wants to give a shit about these pigs, stop killing fucking farms. Stop being the piece of shit who acts like soybeans are going to save the fucking human race because they're fucking not, buddy. Stop pushing this idea of whatever lifestyle that you want to have on others. Stop regulating farms out of existence. Stop killing people's businesses with your horse shit over-regulation. Because all you're doing is making sure that corporations exist and everybody else can go die. You want another example of it? Look at COVID policy. COVID policy killed more small businesses than the recession of 2008. Amazon had its highest grossing year in 2020. Why is that? Because the only fucking businesses you idiots allowed to be open were Amazon, Walmart, and Target. And then decried when Amazon, Walmart, and Target made money off the policy that you enforced, that you demanded be used. So if you want hogs to be treated better in this, this country, Look at yourself. Look at the bullshit policy you've enforced. Stop targeting farmers and start targeting yourselves. Allow farmers to raise their fucking animals on their land. Stop taxing them off of their lands. As I talked to my guests last Thursday night about, you're taxing the farms into oblivion. You're building subdivisions so you can fucking spread your horseshit policy all over the country. But at the end of the day, they have to have somewhere to grow things. Property taxes are killing farms. Increasing property rates are driving property taxes up and running farms out of businesses. So companies like Walmart that run their own farms, guess what? They don't give a fuck about the hogs, the chickens, the cows that are under their care because guess what? Just like the employees that they'll let die in aisle six from a heart attack. They'll let those animals die just the same because at the end of the day, you're all fucking numbers.
And with that, um, we are going to close it out. I'm being told I got a little too violent, a little too angry. But, you know. No, just yelling. Get angry as you want. Get angry, but no yelling. But, you know. For sound quality. For sound quality. <laughs> Apparently, there's painting going on. But, um. Kelly wants everyone to unalive themselves. Yeah, I mean, at this point, what does California provide other than famine, disease, and disgusting TV shows? I mean, they're bringing Jersey Shore back. Why? Did we not suffer enough in the early 2000s? They need to bring it back now. Brad, I'm glad you brought that up. Chickens are my pets, and my wife named each one. Um, we're going to talk about chickens. Chickens are my favorite topic to talk about. I no longer have my chickens, but I did raise chickens. Rhode Island Reds uh, were my favorite. They were the meanest, and I have a very interesting story. If you remember this, uh, re- remind me to ask you about the head bitch of the roost. I would love to tell you that story because she was mean and shit and then she got conquered. But yeah, I think I think we're gonna we're gonna yeah, we're gonna close it out for the night. Um you know it's been fun. It's been it's been a great time bringing the show back. Um it's been a few weeks with being busy in my personal life, um with Hurricane Ian. So you know, I'm glad I got to do this again, and I'm, I'm glad I got to uh, contribute with um, TikTok. It was, it's, it's been interesting. I, I want to keep trying to involve TikTok more and more into this. Um, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. Uh, I, I enjoy the comedy and the humor that I get to see on there um, and some of the content that I get to put out on there. I want to incorporate it more. It's kind of closed off right now, so as a open it up more, I, I fully plan to introduce it more to the show, but anyways, um, I appreciate everyone for stopping by tonight, it's been a great time, um, I love y'all, and uh, good peace, good liberty, and uh, good night, peace.